Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who'll share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. So for 2022, the podcast has teamed up with Leduso, who are an active wear clothing brand. They give our listeners 15% off at checkout if you type in SFTO15 on the website. Um, check out the gear, it's great, and you get 15% easy just for being a, a listener of the show. Thanks to the lads there for helping us out. This episode's brought to you by CCR Sports. They offer the very best in sports representation for all of the clients. Their ethos is for their clients, based upon honesty, trust and reliability. They have total commitment to providing the best advice and support for all their clients throughout their career, helping them and their families make the right decisions, both in terms of their career development and in general life. They offer the best professional advice on and off the field, mentoring their clients throughout their whole career, from academy level through to retirement. Thanks to Michael Ball for the sponsorship for this episode. He was a guest a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, rewind and have a little listen to that, but not until you finish this one. So today's guest, one of the most successful goalkeepers of the, the modern era at the amateur level. Welcome to the show, Jack Mano. Hello, my mates. How's it going? Brilliant, mate. Thanks for coming in. Much appreciated. Right, so, Jack, as I always start, it made straight from the off. How old were you when you first started playing? Who did you play for? And what team do you support? I was about five, really. I, uh, when you look at it in principle, it's basically who wants to be a goalie for me. And hell, it ended up me, you know. I was always the fat kids in school, let's have it right. And quite funny, you know, I'd always have to go in goal and fucking whatever. I didn't want to run around the footy pitch, which is the funny thing. Everyone always goes, why do you want to be a goalie and whatever? I loved it. Being strange, being that one different was always the one that you'd, uh, you'd want to be. I, I, I thrive from situations, being on my own. And no, literally, I... Uh, Everyone always goes, yeah, yeah, why do you want to be in goal for, like I said? And I've always only ever wanted to be a goalie, to be honest with you. Boss, mate, I know you're the, you're the big red, mate, aren't you? Yeah, I love it, lads. I was at the game last night and, uh, you know, it's a uh, good time for Liverpool for us at the moment. Let's have it right. Yeah, it is, mate, it is. So I, I can sort of relate to this, mate, because our Max is a goalie and it's the same type of thing. They just... It's a it's a lonely position, but you've got to be brave. You've got it. You've got to have uh, big cojones, haven't you? To yeah. to do it. It's uh, it it comes you know zero to zero. It's uh, it's how it goes really. But for me, I I enjoy that. You know, it's getting a little bit older now. I'm getting a bit wiser. All the our last situations I got myself into. You know, being hurt more than fucking anyone. Let's have it right. That's why I've got no <laughs> brains. But so who was the first team you remember playing for or, or the first time you remember playing footy just in the schoolyard and that? Just in school, you know, obviously I was running around the playground and I was like, fucking be about to doing this. Yeah, getting goal, lads, you know. All the kids, you look at them and they'd say, they go home and ask them half a new football boots and all that. Yeah. For me, mate, I'm going home asking for jumpers and my mother would be shaking their head saying, how have you done that, lad? You know what I mean? I, 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 why have you ripped your kecks? Everyone else is asking for trainees and you're asking for jumpers. <laughs> New knees and yeah, your kecks. That's it, lads. You know, but uh, no, it was Simmons Woods. I remember it. Brian Summerskill. We were kids. Uh, under fives, I think it was. And uh, we were at the Walton Cake Tail and then also at, up on Kirby on the top called Windy Arbor. You know, called Windy Arbor for a reason because it's never, ever warm up there. Yeah. So literally, you know, it was like... Uh, Breathing in the, the fumes from the sun. Just the sun That's the what everyone laughs at, lads. You odds one out from Kirby, aren't you? I just blame it on the sun eye. Me, why I'm round the bends. I'd say, yeah. yeah, it's the fumes, <laughs> lads. It's the fumes. But no, uh, I was crap. I was crap in goal. I was just a big chunk. Them small sambas, mate, and I filled it. 
but I'd done a job, you know, and obviously turning to like the, the footy, you know, I'd done a good job because it was like 19 nil, 20 nil. My dad's patting me on the back, don't worry, lad, you get a bit better, you get a bit better. And I knew we were getting better for Simmons Wood because obviously we do a bit of training. No one really knew much then about goalies, you know, you'd stand there, make a few saves, a few slides at the feet. You know, I remember the, the old wooden goals up on, on um, the Walton Kirkdale footy pitches. Yeah. Solid wood, you know, and that's that's where I learnt my trade. Fucking gold mouth full of mud. Like a fucking hippo in it, mate. Yeah, Loved it. Boss, mate. But boss. Uh, from there, mate, no, it was basically, it was like Brian, like I said, Brian Summerskill. We had some good lads. It was like Zach Riley. We had uh, Brian Summerskill himself. He's still playing football now in uh, Australia. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he was a very good player. I think he ended up going to crew. And uh, seen that through, but he was unlucky like myself. But no, it was a case of just... Enjoying it really, me dad and on my case or nothing like that. It was just get your head down and enjoy it. So was it always um, Kirby born and bred, yeah? Yeah, not half lads. That's the skit. You know, I play for the dock and the oyster and that, and you have a laugh with the lads, and I'd say, "You got your passport, man." I always say, "Yeah, I'm on my holidays, lads. I've come down the lanks." <laughs> all that about the colour of your bin and all that. That's it, lad. <laughs> wasn't really been bloody hell. It was, it was great though, but uh, the banter in the footy for me, lad. That's where it's got me through the the times when you've been hero and zero. You know, it's. Uh, it's been it, it is good Liverpool for that. Like give it a two. Yeah, top notch. So school footy mate, what uh, what juniors and uh, senior schools did you go to? Went to Cherry Fields. It's quite a funny story because uh, I lived at the back of Cherry Fields and uh, I used to jump the fence. Like I said I was a lazy get. I'm a goalie lad, so I used to jump the fence from my mars. Remember the school teacher saying one day, "What? What's he doing him?" Ah, oh, let him late for let him late. What you jump the fence? Yeah, jump the fence every day. <laughs> you just haven't got onto it. He was like, "Are oh, you messing?" But Played for Cherry Field there, and I think that's where I uh, started to come into my own. I uh, started scoring from goal kicks and that, and started thinking I was Schillevert and Brad Friedel. I was thinking, yeah, I can, this is sound, this. Everyone, and I'd wait for everyone to get up the other side of the pitch, and I'd score. remember one game, like, scoring, like, six or seven, and thinking, this is sound, this, you know. <laughs> I'd do this all day, mate, it was sound. Screamers, screamers from your own... Uh... Six yard box. Yeah, it was funny. It was just literally ping it. But I remember my dad, because we lived at the back of the school, my dad came home from work one day and he was thinking, is that Jack? And he had to run round. He said, because he was, because I was like learning to half volley at the time and things like that, I'd smack it on an half volley. It'd be going in the roof of the net and the other goal. And everyone'd be like, it's a joke, this. And the teachers had to say to me, you have to throw it now. Yeah, pack that in. Yeah. Pack that in, throw it. You're spoiling the game. Spoiling the game, yeah. So, what was the school team like? Any good? Crap, Kirby was so small, you know, it was obviously, you're going on to like Kirby boys and things like that, there weren't many to pick from, was there? there was just, you know, you had Liverpool and they had so many schools to pick from, but Kirby, you only had like literally, what, West Vale School, Park Brow, I was in Sherryfield, be like a few little games like around that really, but there was some good players, you know, I remember Craggy, he used to like playing against Roughwood, I can't even remember what school he went to, but he had a terrible left foot. And he'd always be like me versus him. I'd be shooting at the goal, but whenever he got a free kick, he'd be starting to smack them, bury them against me. You know what I mean? So Cracker. it was good. Cracker. So did you go to the the first round of school boys for for Kirby? Yeah, yeah. When I got into Kirby boys, yeah, that's how that, that's how it went on for. I remember it winning like that was the father iron. Couldn't even tell you what you That's on all lads. The Kirby thing. Everyone led us before. It was the, the father iron. It was called yeah, and uh, we won that. And then it went on to like, obviously, we, we, we were leading on to Kirby boys then. I remember playing for Jackie Munzo's as well. I think that was Jimmy Shirley's team. That was another oh, Walton Kirkdale. Yeah. Uh, another Walton Kirkdale laugh. I think when we used to win, we never won for about 12 games. I remember winning, mate, and getting a pizza and thinking, 
I will let that ball not go in that net. Yeah. Because lads, I'm, I'm getting, getting a, a, yeah, I'm getting a full pizza here, lad. <laughs> this is sound first game. It was funny. I think we were all standing in the cars and the boots open and pissing down. We were all sitting in the car park and the bottle of cake tail or buzzing kids off a pizza. Yeah, boss. I when I was a, a youngster, I used to work for Atlantic scaffold on the on that estate and every now and again you get a little Jackie Mundo yeah, on your half lad until he built a subway there and killed, tried to killed kill it, it yeah. off oh, but no you just triggered something in my head where I was uh, it was there and I was remember a goalie coach there and he he, he come over to me playing for Jackie Mundo's uh, Ray Newland his name was just for keepers yeah and he yeah. said look I've got a goalie coaching school there oh, Sam whatever like you know and then I remember my cousin taking me up and uh, it was literally leading from there where obviously I was up with Ray and then next minute I got playing there and I got picked up for Bolton. I was playing at the Walton and Kirktail League. It was a scout called Jimmy G. I always remember his name. It was strange fella he was. He was just come over like talking to me dad there and the game was going on and uh, I was Ray Newland's first like goalie to come from his school. You know, he's doing very successful now, right? Yeah, he's just the gloves, doesn't he? He's got, he's got his just own keep gloves, gloves, yeah. 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 Still yeah. haven't had a pair of them, like... <laughs> Tell him you've on a fair, he owes oh, you not half, yeah, he owes me a few, bloody hell. That's what I laugh at all the lads when I say, oh, I've got new boots. I always say to them, new boots, so what have you got from last year? They say, why, what size are you? They said, anything from a 3 to a 12. <laughs> They're like, what? I said, what do you mean, man? I always say, oh, I'm anything from a 3 to a 12, me lad. Have you seen the price of goalie gloves? Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> tasty auntie at the minute. So, go on, tell us about that then. So, we had a word with, with your half fella. Yeah, it was just a case of, you know, you're going to Bolton and I was like, cool, let's let's do it, you know, and I went up there and uh, quite cool what my dad's on, like, you know, he, he, my, my dad was all about, like, being a kid, let's, let's keep it to being a kid, you know, it's not so serious and he turned around with Bolton when he went up there, Chris Sully, Peter Armands, all them, goalie coaches I had was uh, Alex Smith, Steve Berryman, um, Keith Brannigan, Fred Barber and basically my dad went up there and had a meeting with them and said, you know, I feel like my son should be able, as he's just a goalie, to be able to play and play with his mates. You know, to carry you, on playing because academy. It's 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 a shame our academies now. You know, kids when you're growing up, you see kids now enjoying it with the mates, or it's so serious at eight and nine. It's wrong. You know, I I had the, I had the opportunity to basically win trophies with my mates and enjoy it still, as well as playing for Bolton in the morning and then getting back for. To have a laugh with me mates at the Walton Cake Tale still, you know, it was sad. Yeah, so he, he's done a little deal for that and, and he just, they, they were all right with it to let it happen, yeah? Just a goalie, weren't you? You know, look now, the way goalies are, you know, the feet, you know, and all that, and you're basically an outfield player. Then, lads, it was what you say on the tin. You're a goalie and that's it, mate. You stand in that goal. Bear in mind, it was a big lump anyway, lad. Let's have it right. So, <laughs> probably thought he's not getting He's not getting round in much on a Saturday. He's playing here and that's his day. So you sort of got him. Um, you sort of got best of both worlds then, yeah? Yeah, it was good. I uh, It led on there to basically, you know, I could uh, play for the school, you know, and you could obviously play for... Um, who was going to go to from there? I can't even think now. Got me thinking, got me thinking. Kirby boys. Yeah. Kirby boys, yeah, that's where it was. And obviously, you were a category player. And then the school boys, it was like, wait there a minute. You know, it, 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 it shouldn't happen. But they had a bit of leeway still then. You know, I remember like Pepper was at Liverpool. And he still could play for Liverpool. You know, we had Tommy Eves, they all play for Liverpool. Yeah. And it, and, and he let, let us play for the county. But it went on to Kirby Boys, another one, Kirby team. We were shite. We were shite. But we managed to get to the final at the Barnard Shields House Cup, like something that a Kirby team hadn't done for like 25 years or something. Boss. And uh, literally went from there. I think it was Jason Evans, uh, Brady. 
my half fella was involved as well, and uh, I always remember going. It was basically going to Goodison, but the lead up to that, it was it was uh, it was quite quite a funny story. It was on the uh, it was in the Echo, the old Corinthian, was it the pink one in yeah, the middle yeah. that you pull out? The best, what that one? And it was back to back. Now Brian Summerscale had been with me since I was five, and obviously leading from there is son Brian, his son. So he was the Aiton Boys manager, and then he had Brian, his son, who played for Kirby with me. So it was like. Sound yet, yeah, whatever. We knew we were going to bump into some each other there. You know, you, you're starting to enjoy football a little bit more there, get into it and all that. And next minute it was like, shit, can L. Brian be played against your half fella here, lads? He was like, what? And I always remember it being in the paper back to back, the summer skills. It's like a big spread in the Corinthian. And him and Brian were like on the Ard King George's footy pitch, like back to back looking at each other before, like hyping it up. Faster. So the fa- the semi finalist was it went to, um, it was, it was at Wally Hall. And we were in Wally Hall and they, uh, Oh my God, I had the game of my life. You know, I was literally starting to get into academy football and I'm training, started to lose a bit of weight, so I was a bit sharper. Yeah, sharp. Reading things, and you could tell I was a little bit different than everybody else on the pitch that day. And I never remember rightly, like some of the players, it was like John Taylor up front, frightened. You had um, oh, a lad in the middle called Brad. Molyneux as well played up front. Yeah, he yeah. played for Everton. Yeah. But that was the item team, and they were fucking, they were good. They were good, and they couldn't score past me. I saved two penalties in the game, and I uh, always remember at the end of the pitch, like looking and thinking, like we we won, we won two one, and uh, Brian, he, he he was buzzing and all that. But I could see deep down that like because he he'd had all of us in a Kirby team, and even though he was the item boys manager, you could see deep down that he was buzzing really that his lad had beat. Yeah, he was happy for his lad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember the parents kicking off at him saying, "Oh, you'll you'll be happy, you'll be happy, you and all that." He was like, "Shut up." <laughs> so you did just get in the final then? It was Warrington, I think. Was it Warrington boys? Yeah, and uh, getting beat soon at half time. And you know, you, you you go through your footy career about inspirational talks. Brian again, big part of my footy life, you know when. I think one of the kids, someone was crying at half time because we were getting beat 2 0. And bear in mind, like, I remember, I've watched the tape actually about six years ago. And, uh, like, I've got three kids now. Imagine saying to your lads, you want to watch a tape? You look at it and say, What? Like Disney? <laughs> yeah, what are you on about? Yeah. <laughs> what are you on about? But v- I watched the tape. VHS. Yeah, it's all gone, hasn't it? And he uh, turned around and he basically said, Yeah, let's watch it. So we watched it, me and my half fella. Fucking size of me, lads. I think on the picture when we won it, I've still got a fucking packet of crisp in my hands on the picture. <laughs> packet of what? I did packet of fucking walkers crisp on the picture in the changing room, buzzing with the cup. But anyway, no, we are getting beat soon at half time. And uh, Brian, the one that Jason Evans went and gave this fucking like brave art shit. All the kids looking at each other as if to say, he said, you get one goal here. He said, knees will go. I remember a young Brian Summerskill scored in a penalty right in the bottom bin. And Bradley Smart scored and John Humphreys. I think it was 3-2 off. Yeah, it was 3-2. We beat them. I always remember the last minute of the game, Brian said, I come for the ball and I got eight. And Brian come running over to me with my dad and my dad and Brian were leaning into me and he said, this is like clockwork orange here. There's one minute left. Are you eight? I said, no. He went, he is referee. He's done something yeah. here. And they were keeping me on the floor. And you know, when you realise our last like things, out the game, yeah. our last things in your life of lessons, like playing to what we play now, you know, to learn little lessons like that and, 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 and recap in your brain, you think that worked, that stayed down, kicked the ball, bang, we won, you know, and that was the start of me winning my old trophy cabinet, what I'm up to, you know what I mean? It was uh, it was cool, it was that, good. That was one of my nags with ref staff, you know, 
when a ref when you'd uh, say a bad time wasting and all that, which don't get me wrong, used to do it myself all all of our hearts. Yeah, I pick every, ref, I, I normally pick a fucking three on a footy pitch, yeah. me and put it right in it. <laughs> but the ref would go, "Don't worry, I'm stopping the clock." And yeah, I used to say, yeah, "It's not yeah. about the clock." It's about the momentum. You're stopping. Is you stopping the momentum? Yeah, that's it's not it. the clock. It's not the time. If you kill the momentum by you know having that little bit of time, that's what kills you because you can't get it back. Footy, there's a mad thing in footy, isn't it? We all you always say when a team's like in the ascendancy, yeah. like for instance, Liverpool, Milan, last night went shite. No, uh, the Champions League. Oh, final. the Champions League final. So, sorry, yeah. So that's seven minutes. It's indescribable, isn't it? They, but that's what I always say: ascendancy. It no. wins games. It's if like they, if they had someone with the deck in the middle of that that spell, break it up, break it up, and that's what I. Mean? That's where like I've learned to be a, a good alas in goal because if you can break that momentum up through anything, yeah, Mourinho was brilliant floor. at it, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the best at it, Mourinho yeah. lads. But I, even for myself, when I'm thinking like, come for the ball, go in and go and get it, and it breaks it, it breaks the game up for, for me. You know why? Like I said, them I pick a three, and there's nothing better than having a good alas in your team. To basically break the lot up, lads, it's, it's yeah. the best thing for me. So then, obviously, you've won that. You're on the uh, you're on the trophy trail, as you as you just said. Then, so was that round about the time you would have got asked to go to the Dallas thing with Nosley and all that? Dallas was more. I, I mean, we played we played for the county earlier before that. That was only like hundred elevens. That Kirby boys. Oh that right, was, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's how early I'm on about. So yeah. it wasn't even like senior school. Kid. No, no, yeah, we yeah. were about to go into year seven. You know, I think it was we were about to go into year seven or year eight or something like that. It was, right. and then went on to there. I went, I went to Brookie School and uh, played for Brookie. I think we won a few, so, few little cups. You know, you play against all, you know, all other kind of digging out the names of them. But we had a few good, like we had good players in the team, but we were nothing special. I just used it as extra bit of goalie training for myself. You know, or if you were training, you get out the classroom and be able to ask around. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. All this, so in between that time, from like 11 to, what, 16, 17, stayed with Bolton throughout? Yeah, I was a, uh, stayed with Bolton, used to train about three, four times a week, you know, got to give me dad his due, he'd, uh, he'd work the early shift and drag me up there every 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 day, every week, you know, I'd, I'd always offer, I, would, I always used to play a year above myself, which was strange, but I look back now and it helped me, you know, uh, under 17s, I'd be under 16s, you know, and it, it, it was good, but a few funny things happened when I was at Bolton. Like, don't get me wrong, I remember. I remember actually going said that we had a place called Cannon Slade, and we, we called it Hell, and it's on the A six six. And you know, Bolton, fucking, it's like the odd fucking strange place, Bolton lad. You know what I mean? I think the best thing to come out of Bolton was how you can. <laughs> and uh, no, literally, we 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 trained on the A six six six. It was in Kearsley, and uh, I remember turning up this day. My dad dropped me off in his old Volvo, mate Belter. All these cars are there and that. Look at these Audi TTs and all that. Turns up, you see Ascalan and Martin Poole. Like, fucking hell, mate. It's another fucking level, this. What's going on here? Turns up, got given a parachute. The fuck's going on here? Running with the parachute. Nah, we were in goal with the parachute. Yeah, yeah. Funny, lads. So, like, the so wind was that. used to do that, didn't he? All, like, training in the mountains with the parachute. Did he? Yeah. I don't know, lads. Fucking no. <laughs> I wouldn't know me, fucking goalie. There's nothing to do with a goalie, lad. That's it. You know what I mean? But. Literally, I uh, we were training with a parachute on. It was that pissing time with rain. Fucking, you dived, you get blue in the back of the net, but you get three goals out of it if you never. You have to do a lap, so it was like grueling shit. You know what I mean? Fucking me and goal, I like, couldn't be ass running anyway, lads. You're messing. So I'd always make sure that I made it. And I remember Yaskalan and Fred Barber was drilling them, and he said, "If you've kicked a cone, it's twenty quid." 
I remember thinking to myself, he's kicked about seven cones in, it's about 140 quid that. <laughs> What's he up to him? He must be on a right few quid, you know what I mean? But it was some of the things that I went through, like I, obviously it was like Ivan uh, Campo, JJ Koch at the time, but we're in the Premier League then. Yeah. You know, when... Yeah, had a good team, didn't he? They were hard to beat as well, yeah. It was brilliant, lads. It was, it, it was, it was inspirational when I look back now and I realised, like, I was there, I was, I was literally mixing with them daily and... So obviously, like I'd get training with them and things like that, but obviously it was more when you look at it and you think, "Fucking hell, remember them?" You know what I was remember? Um, JJ Koch scoring a penalty against Arsenal, flicked his foot at it, and he was practicing that against me. And there was another goalie who went up there with me called Anthony Roach. I used to get in his car, and uh, he was practicing these pens at us like at Uxton. And a week later, lad, he goes and does this pen against Arsenal. And Berry's in the bottom bin. I remember saying... Pass Lehman or someone. It was, yeah. Pass Jens Lehman, yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, get in there, mate. That was against me last week, that last. I had, I had a parachute <laughs> on my back. <laughs> oh, way. So uh, how, did, how did you feel at, at that level, at, at that age? Do you know what? Shoot myself in the foot because me, everyone knows me. It's I have a laugh all the time. And I wish I had have took five steps back and said, right, you've got this in front of you now. Because I'd have a laugh every day, me. Story of my life, always having a laugh, always up to no good, always the one in the changes who's fucking at the bollocks, you know. And you realize now I'm 30 and I think to myself, if I had to just suck a little moment and had a little think there, but who was to tell me? My dad knew I was enjoying myself, he went to tell me, you know. And obviously, you think to yourself now, you know what, it was one of them. But I remember being in and uh, driving me to car this one day, we had Tin Lizzie on, like, all the lads, all the lads drive, to, like, the footy now with all the dance music on and all that, I still drive, I drove here, mate, with Tin Lizzie on or something like that, because you stick to your creature comforts, like, get yourself buzzing, you know what I mean? And uh, I remember playing against Everton, Jose Baxter, all them, it was a tournament, like, PSV Andover and all that, and I was always nuts, and we were playing against Arsenal, Ray Parler's son was playing, I think this was the start of where, like, I was... Either like you need to calm down or or whatever. And Ray Parler's lads, I remember being on the corner, famous, put your half finger up his ass to get him off you because you're small, pulling his hair and that. And I said, I remember saying to him, fucking got an head on you like your half fella, you. He turned around, spat at me. And I fucking then really ended up fighting on the pitch and all that. But it was wrong because you shouldn't have done that. You know, and when you think back now, but it was either the moments and yeah, things. You, you don't and then, know, do you? You're a, you're a teenager who's... Full of testosterone, aren't you? Yeah, and trying to impress and things like that. But no, I think we, I, th- I think going f- going from there, it was unlucky, you know. I, I know for a fact because, uh, like I said, it was, it was a case of, all right, I was a small goalie, but what happened when I left was the crumbling of the Liverpool of the Liverpool Hell, of the Bolton Academy because I had a goalie coach called Alex Smith. He played for Bolton in the sixties. Um, 70s but he was, he was there had Steve Berryman um, Keith, Keith Brannigan he was still playing in the league for Berry at the time and Fred Barber and before I went in the night before I was like contract day going into like 16 do you know what I mean and uh, he turned around to me and basically said yeah, looking forward man out to next couple of years with you and now gonna, we're going to be alright so I'm thinking this is on this this is I've done it I can't believe it it's done and uh, no, when in the next day, mate, like Peter Arman, Peter Farrell, all them were sitting there, Chris Sully, the academy director, he saying that and said, ah, you're released, that's it, end off, see you later. Bye-bye. That brutal, yeah. That brutal. And I was thinking to myself, wow, wait there a minute, this isn't, doesn't add up. 
and he turned around and he just said that is what it is and that's it. But I'm more made up when I look at it now and I say to myself, I won trophies. I never had fucking people lads could say you had fuck all that happened in them five, six years, never had a medal. You know, I I was playing for the Copper House boys, winning trophies, the Hillsborough Cups, because my dad still gave me the grace when he spoke to them to still play with me mates. Yeah, so you still you had you had that so not 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 even fall back on you lived you lived it didn't you lived it so I'll still be playing for Bolton and get the best of both worlds and go and have a laugh and get me me, me mates for the Copper House like John O and Steve Ward all them you know and it was great great memories from that lad even you know it was uh, won some good good trophies with them to be honest with you but so it was good so coming back sort of not coming back because you still kept you kept playing amateur footy as well but coming out of it what was was there a plan to sort of play any lower league footy or to try and get in any other clubs or... I was just not asked. I was just like... I was gutted. I was just like, here messing. But I still had my hands in with my mates playing footy on a Saturday. So it weren't like I could got away, I could get away from him because you're a goalie. You've got to turn up, you're in goal. You yeah. can't just not turn up and then everyone will be knocking at your mind saying, wait there, where were you last night? I know you went on the air, you're 15, blah, blah, and, and things like that. But we were playing for uh, the Coppolhouse and it was uh, Gary Zarnell's team with me half fella and that. And uh, oh, lads, we were, this is where it like links to me Sundays because we were boss. You had Jonathan Swat and me. I remember winning a cup final with nine men because everyone started to see birds and all that then and have a little swig, 15, 16. And we turned up this morning. It was only like me, Steve Ward, Jono. I think Danny Tollett never turns up. Our striker, Andy Kirby. And uh, we were playing in the cup final at Wally Hall Park. Everyone was like, fucking hell, have all these been sent off already? He said, no, there's only nine of them. And we won 6-1. I was playing fucking goalie in and out <laughs> right back. Jono would go in goal and fucking doing diving headers off the line. And it's funny when you look back at it now because we're all still mates, you know what I mean? And I think that when that day happens, it was funny. Me, like Jono said to me, I feel like we had a bevy a couple of months ago. Jono said, do you remember that team talk that you gave there, Robbie? He went, yeah, it was Sam where it was. I gave the Braveheart one, mate. We went out like loonies and ended up winning. It was funny. <laughs> freedom. Freedom. There's only nine of us. Freedom. freedom yeah, so- it's cool. Were you when you were playing for that Copperhouse team? Were you aware of McLaughlin's Copperhouse team? Obviously, yeah, lad, a really were, good team. Let's have it right. You know that that then Billy Cowie, Kev Townsend. You know I'm blessed. I, I I'm not blessed, but hell, but so fortunate that Liverpool football is the way it is. You know I was only 16, 16, yeah. 17 coming into this. Like people say, fucking hell, man, I want you in your forties. Yeah, you know, so lucky the fact of I could. Play it's with unheard of 16 year old goalies in, in men's footy really it's that's why I knew I was always strange lad. Let's especially, have it especially at the top top level you know what I mean the season goalies aren't they most of the time I know everyone's always had a kid goalie come through but to play at the top level like that like well, you just said know. then Billy Cali Kev Towney honest to God until you started doing this podcast I never knew what I won until I added it up in the lockdown I went wait there a minute Honestly, you just don't. I just go with the flow, me. Sometimes I don't even know we're playing. Yeah. I laugh my head off, and you, until like you've had a minute and went, wait there a minute. Do you know what I mean? It's it's funny, but going back to McLaughy there, I was glass collector in the Copple House, so I play for the Copple House on the Sunday morning, and I go and earn a few quid for say a few quid, fifteen quid. Probably have a few swigs, me to whoever's left a few pints <laughs> or something like a tramp. And uh, I think it was a a fight. It was actually against the Oyster, but I, I played a few games previously because. Gallagher was in goal. Now, Gallagher was a very, very good goalie. Yeah, Craig. And I'd go and watch because I'd like to watch. My dad took me down to watch the Oyster and said, when you're good enough, lad, you go and go for these. And like, it sounds stupid, but my dad would take me down to the Coppola house and watch them. 
I think I remember one Sunday, my half fella turns up to watch the couple house and went, why are you in goal? What happened there? But Gallagher had broke his nose. I think it was the semi-final against the, the Oyster. And I, I was in goal, like 15, 16. And the Oyster bladdered us, yeah, mate, I remember goal, it. Yeah. But what are you meant to do? You know, it's, you're playing against Egghead and bloody Thomas. You know, as a kid, that was never mind. I've been at Bolton. This is another level shit, this. You know, he's hitting shots, free kicks to, to Egghead at a pen. And I found that out at 15, 16, when he's doing it right in the top bin, mate. And you're thinking, what am I meant to do about that? Charles abuse that. <laughs> Absolute right, mate. It's a joke. But, uh, no, it's it's funny when you look at it like that. I remember Steve Porter in the middle, just banging people on that game. It was like a slot pitch by the Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was on the Jacobs, that was their pitch. Yeah. I remember that. And um, remember going back to Coppola House after it. It was good in the summer, that pitch, but bad in the bad winter. Bad in the winter, yeah. yeah. I remember going back to Coppola House after it. The first time I started to have a swig on a Sunday, to be honest with you, because I was like, it's just sad this. But then I realised then, you know, even though I was a kid, fucking hell, mate. I love it, that, yeah. This is boss, this. You know, all right, we've just been before too. The whole of the Oyster footy team were in the Copper House pub. Everyone's on bars, on the bar and the tables. And the funniest thing was, I was meant to be fucking glass collecting. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Craig Gallagher worked with my dad for a bit down in London. He was just got funny. He, he, they worked together for a bit and he used to say he, he was with... Uh, the couple and that, yeah. and, and I remember him. Uh, I remember him being at Everton. He was at Everton as a, as a kid yeah. as well. Well, our Joey, our Joey was at Everton as well. Joey Jones. He was yeah. he was another one for the couple. Obviously, he yeah. was the reason Top why. Him. He was good. Really. I think he was in doing his book as well. That Joey. He was. He yeah. gave him a little shout. And yeah, he said he was one of the best youths, didn't he? Said he was levels above. Yeah, he was a top player. They, I think they he had went to Macclesfield as well. After that, I'm not yeah. too sure. He went somewhere like that. But so after going in goal in that game. Was, were you thinking then, I need to get a bit of this this fella's footy as well? Or? Well, that's it. You know, I was still playing with like under-17s under leagues, and but that was very appealing to me. I was thinking to myself, this school is, you know, all right, sound, but yeah, I'm not, not at the level, and I can just about kick the ball here over the halfway line, but whatever, you know what I mean, we'll get on with it. But uh, going from there, I, I think I think it was I think it was like a case of, all right, you know, I, I think I went to the gym. And I bumped into Thomas Dooney and Thomas was like, all right, man, oh, lads, yeah, it sounds, uh, come down here, lads, if you want, and have a little uh, little go. I said, all right, sound, pick me up. And Neil Mack come and pick me up, like, and that was the start of the Oyster, lads, you know, it was straight, straight in. Straight in, <laughs> funny. So what was it like walking into that, after, obviously you faced them and, and seeing what they were capable of? Oh, so what? Like I said, people know footy, I, I, never, I never knew anyone, I'm just me, and you get what you get with me, fucking hell, everyone knows, and the changes, the way I am, whatever, you know, and, couldn't I couldn't get my head around it at first. I just couldn't get because I was so used to academy football. You'd institutionalised at academies. Come for the ball, be clean, do your angles, blah blah. No such thing as fucking angles, mate. When you fucking throw in against the Western, you come for the ball before you know it. Your fucking ears are ringing. You hear the fucking ringing noise, and you're on your back, and you're thinking, "Fucking hell, what no one, there? where's yeah. the fucking referee to blow up an academy football?" There. So I went from like that extreme where I was learning a little bit to the deep end. I think that's where I had no choice. It was sink or fucking swim, weren't it? You know what I mean? It was, it was one of them. I had no choice. So when you've walked into that team, what 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 was the uh, what was the back four in front of you then at the time, roughly? Well, I think I think Neil that season pulled Ricky in. So I think it was it was Tony, Ricky, Tanky. I think Steve Ward was left back. You had Forshi. You had just just players lads who fucking done some serious damage. Yeah. And not so we speak about it, and I've realised now, I didn't know. I just thought they were very fucking good, and they were off the nut like me. That's the way I looked at it. Yeah. 
Yeah, just thought you, this is this is how Sunday league is. This is this is we're a decent team. This is it. But that first season when we first come in, lads, it was just a case of like we just hit it off. It was mad. I'd never played in a football team, and 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 me personally, I'll never ever achieve that level again. It was like clockwork orange, mate. It was just. Sunday league teams, no and lads, no playing against it. You know, it was fucking, it was rootless, rootless football. Obviously, we had some boss games. Liverpool is brilliant for that. You know what I mean? But there was some players there, mate, who'd fucking do some good damage. Leighton Thomas, me taking a goal kick for for instance. You know, I'd set the ball up on the six yard box. Like the way you got goalies now, you play from the back. None of that. You play to your strengths. Don't want to get that ball off me. You had Ricky and Jono as well sitting there. If Tony was ever injured. I just smacked the ball to the left. You had Forsy to it, Ben Garrity to it. You had Thomas. He just stick his fat ass out him and just bang the centre half away. You don't realise how fortunate it was. Second ball. You had Steve Porter like a fucking Yorkshire Terrier in the middle, ready to bang people. I remember saying to me, "Dad, fucking hell, I hope these fucking centre mids have got a big pair of Sondicos on against them, mate." <laughs> fucking hell, the way he could tackle Steve was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, tasty, mate. Timing, mate. His timing, it was for me. So basically, clean sweeps with the oyster, wouldn't that, uh, that quadruple? That oh, was brilliant, lads. And also, I was playing for the parky as well on a Saturday. Was this at the same time same as well? Same time, yeah. Because yeah. I just kept me hands in. I never know no different than football, you know. So so what was the parky? Where, where, what's it, where was it from and what league was it in and all that? It was the CMS and the Zingari. It was, uh, it was my dad's team with, uh, with Croker. And basically, just got a gang of lads together from Kirby who, who could play footy. Callum Blackhall, good striker. Kev Pollard, brilliant midfielder. Yeah, yeah. He had uh, Robert Tabers was playing the boxer. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. Marzi, the, Robert had just turned pro. Marzi knocked at me half as He said, No, played him in the cup finals tomorrow, are you? He said, Nah, nah, nah. So I threw him on. He broke his ankle. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you're messing. But no, we won a. That season when I won the national. No, it was the treble with the Oyster. Was that the 13 season, or was it? Yeah, the, th- yeah. the quadruple, wasn't it? All quadruple, four. The four. All but four. I won four as well on the Saturday, which is like, I won eight trophies that season. Literally yeah. won eight trophies that season on the parking. We won the Zingari. I think I won the, the Intermediate Cup, was it? The Challenge Cup. That was just on the Saturday as well, you know what I mean? It was... Uh, so it says here, I've got a little cut out here about the Oyster, so it says Oyster... Oyster achieved a remarkable feat last Sunday, winning the LCFA Premier Cup 4-0 against Seymour, making it a clean sweep of honours for the Croxteth outfit who won everything that they entered that season. The fantastic four-timer saw them add the Premier Cup to the Claim Zone Cup and the Premier League title, which accompanied the FA Sunday Cup. So you've done the four for that, and then you've done the four for your Saturday team? Yeah, mad. Well, can I had some hangovers, lads? Honest to God. So you're basically, in in that year, you won every, every single competition you were in yeah that's, and that's where I knew to myself fucking hell something must be doing something right here hey tell you what eight winners medals in a season people don't do that in a whole career 20, 20 odd year career funny isn't it eight winners medals and, and you've done it in nine months basically yeah I think then in the season after that the park he carries on I think we won the league again but we had some good fucking players there but uh, Kirby teams just crumble I don't know why yeah, it's, it's ups- like the sustainability of it. So, if you're do- obviously you must have the semi-pro teams then sniffing around. You if you if you're in goal for the Oyster straight away, do, do you look at the, who who's in goal for the top teams, and then you're winning things on a Saturday. Who, who was who was showing interest in you there, or anyone coming for Bootle. you to come and play? Bootle, yeah, Joe Zoran comes straight to me, and I 
he asked me to to play like and I'm thinking what can else sound you know this is a I'll give it a go no why not yeah. go back to me I'll academy things and did they have the new this new stadium by then yeah 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 and it was a carpet as well it was a good good pitch that isn't it it's a very good pitch and uh, not many grass pitches now fucking hell I know from the hips <laughs> so what how did you find like going into like the county's level obviously you you win a national cup you're at the county's level anyway you know what I mean? You know what, but, though, but I'll be honest. It's, different, it's a different type of footy, isn't it? It's a different type of footy where it's a little bit more taut. You know, on Sundays you can get yourself out of jail. But you got to be a little bit more thoughtful on a Saturday. It was a little bit faster, but a case of I got away with it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm the best goalie, but I've done a job. I was there, you know, when I made good saves at right times. And I remember there we played Sramia just before we, we got to the semi-final against Glossop. And uh, we played Stamia. It's funny, this. Played Stamia in the quarter-final Monday night and uh, literally turns up like 10 minutes late, blah, 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 yeah, and playing, sound, yeah, you're in. Anyway, first half, it was nil-nil. Georgie Donnelly was playing for Stamia. Had a striker up front. Guy Maggio was something his name was. And he, he battered us, lad. But at sec- pip, sec- the second half, we went one-nil up. It was the first half we were beating them one nil. Sorry, got it, got that wrong. And um, next minute, half time, I shit myself. So I said to Joe Jordan, "Oh lad, signs I need to keep warm." Blah 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 and all that. And uh, went outside and had a ciggy. And on the little dug out there by Bootle's ground, I was smoking a ciggy. <laughs> and the manager that sat here come past me and he took a double take. Is it to say fucking hell? Is the fucking goalie there? I said, oh, lad, my nerves are gone, lad, Sands. I said, yeah, just didn't know what to say to him, blended it. <laughs> so he's gone in. So I've come out seconds half and had a fucking worldy. And I mean, fucking, it was that, f- you know what happens? I had a white cap on and all the fans were behind me goal. And the lad come one-on-one with me. And the ball hit me in the face. My cap went in the net and the ball went over the bar. They all started celebrating. I turned out and went, ah, you can't get tickets. <laughs> Do you think it had gone in? Yeah, they thought it had gone in, yeah. But, eh, uh, no, we beat them two one. I had a, I had a, I had a good game. I think I won goalie of the month that year in the Northwest Counties Premier. Great, great. and uh, I don't know how, but it was just there, lad, doing a job, enjoying me football. You know what I mean? I always remember coming at the end of the game, and I was walking past the changes, being showered, dressed, and that, and the manager was giving them shit. He was beasting them, and I remember having twenty ciggies in my pocket. I threw them on the floor. I went, "Oh, oh, hell, lad, sorry about that. We got a lighter, and I just shut, slammed the door on me." <laughs> He's screaming, and the fucking goalie's an amateur fucking goalie the size of him, and he was smoking a cigarette half time. You want to be ashamed of yourselves? <laughs> I was fucking walking out to myself thinking, fucking sound that. That was great. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. And uh, so, was, was that the year that Glossop ends up going to like Wembley or something? Yeah, you know or? what? Jason Carey scored past me. Scored two. And uh, away at Glossop. I always remember that goal game. Sound like a fuck but there was a KFC behind me goal. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Jason Carey scored two that game. He bagged a pen past me. I think I saved a pen off him in the game. But uh, he scored, yeah. Jason knocked me out. Fucking hell. Nice one, Jason. Yeah, nightmare, that. He got into Wembley there as well. I thought I was yeah. going myself, but... I can remember it, yeah. I remember it. Uh... Did he win that? Yeah, Leeds Onofi and Steve Murphy were something to do with it. it like in the back backroom staff. I, I think they won it, yeah. I think... They, I, I think or no. Can't remember if they won or 14, not. 14, that would have been, wouldn't yeah. it? 2014 yeah. or something, yeah. So... You're flying. What, what was the uh, what was the scenario with people and how long did you stay there? I stayed there till the end of the season, but uh, I had a job. I was working in Yorkshire Metals and um, 
It's too much. It's just too much. When my job, I started to get shifts coming out of my apprenticeship, getting pulled out of your time and all that. And I just had to say to Joe, because I was honest, thanks very much for this year, lad. But, you know, that that's it. I can't do it. I'm going to stick to my Sundays because learning that on a Saturday and having that on a Sunday, I love the Sundays more. You could, you, you just couldn't write, write the buzz. The National Cup days on that coach, absolutely lunatics. Them crocky fame around the bend, mate. <laughs> they are a fantastic group of lads, them. Mates for the rest of my life, all of them. Getting to play against all these lads who you went to watch with your old fella. You're playing against them. They might be a bit older, but fuck me, lad. They're fucking unbelievable. And that was the standard for me, where I weren't moving from, lad. This is it. And I told the lads, take your fucking slippers off before you come in my 18-yard box because it's my fucking goal. Now piss off. I told them. And that's why I never moved, lad, because I loved it that much. It was great. So the likes that we spoke about it before, uh, before we started recording, um Likes of Pat Mack and that. What was it like having the likes of them around you as, no, as Liv- a youngster? Liverpool footy should be, you know, we, we're we so lucky our city to just have these lads who we play football with. You know, it's each and every team's got someone and that someone, lads, it just makes Liverpool the best fucking place to play, even amateur footy semi-pros in the whole of England because these fucking people who come together from the footballers to Pat Mack, Sean McNulty, I want to thank all them, lads. You know, for what they done for that club, that Oyster meet. You know, let's have it right. They were fucking for what they do. You don't see. You turn up and there's a goal and that's done. Never mind all the things that they do behind the scenes. You know, it's I've just, you've just triggered something in my head there. Al Alech, Alech who died. Yeah, three Alec, yeah. three years, mate. Yesterday, that you know, that was another one for the Oyster close to our hearts, mate. You know, it's sad. It's, it's, it's but the lads cracked on and the memories you've all got all together. You know what Alec used to say to me? You want to hear what he said about you? I'd be standing in goal thinking, <laughs> what the fuck's he said about me and that? And I'd be fuming, I'd be playing in the game, I'd be standing in goal. Corner would come in, I'd go right through the back of him, go right through Ricky, right through Tony, right through the lads who apparently said this. Yeah, say lads, to got a clue. <laughs> I said to him at the end of the game, what did you say? He said, you know about me, it's a nice one, man, I'll see you later, shake his hands. I remember saying to Wallach, what did you say that for? He went, fucking work though, didn't it? <laughs> like, fucking nice one. All the old tricks, mate, they, they know everything, don't they? But the curl, no, Pat Max, fucking boss, mate, I've had some good laughs with him. Obviously, it's Sunday, you play footy and we all have a swig after it and that's, that was it, that was me, lads, and I went missing in Crocky on a Sunday, every Sunday, it was fantastic. <laughs> so, you've cleaned up, cleaned up on a Saturday, early doors, you've gone to Bootle, tasted the counties, cleaned up on a Sunday. What, Playing for like two of the most successful teams that Liverpool, I didn't know though Liverpool's ever produced, and you've gone you've gone to the Doc. You've got sixty years of you know a legacy that like that it'll just never be repeated. That and then you're playing for the Oyster who've won that quadruple, and that probably wouldn't get repeated. And, and that that period of dominance over 10, 15 years. Uh, how did you end up going to the Waterloo? It was Leighton. It was Leighton. Basically, I think that I think that. The re- like the, the normality from the Oyster was wearing off a little bit, yeah. Let's have it right, you know, obviously we've won so much and teams are getting young new players in and you let let go down there like that that Sunday league, mate's right for some of them players there are phenomenal, let's have it right. But you've got it was it was Leighton, Leighton turned around to me and basically just said, Go to Doch. I've got somewhere else for you to go, man, oh lads, I've got got you to die out of the Doch. You know what I've just ima- you've just demanded me there something about the uh, that Leighton forgot to say was the uh, the build up to the national cup. You know, obviously we were playing um, while we're on it, but as a new Fordley away, bloody hell! It was Geordie's pissing down horrible pitch, middle of nowhere, and uh, 
nil-nil at half-time, went off. Someone spat at Morsey, went off, proper, went off, hilarious. Coming back, back into the changes. Into the changes. Yeah. Next minute, mate, I remember getting it. Morsey's game as well. Oh, he's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm fucking throwing windmills, mate. Some 60-year-old fellas just snored me, from a backflip, landed on my feet, was buzzing. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> 60 years of age, looking at him, couldn't believe it. Back in the changes. He's probably the fella who chinned that horse, that joke, that, that, oh, yeah, that, that Newcastle <laughs> fan who chinned the horse. And uh, no, we got in the changes at the end of that. But just we just come back out like nothing's happened at the end of the game, quarter final. We're thinking, fuck, what's happened to the Copper House? They got kicked out the National Cup. We're yeah. like, fuck, this can't happen to us. What did, what did the ref say about it all? Don't worry about it. It's sounds fucking Georgies, mate. Fucking weirdos. Farmers lads, aren't they? Should have seen the size of them, lads. Farmers lads, all like that. Normal scrap. We go back. Fucking sounds right back out, seconds half. Team four, sure, mate. Oh my god. And we went down to 10 men. And 18 for sure, mate. What a fucking footballer he is, lads yeah, of a Sunday. Player, mate. Boss player. And literally let one of the most underrated, underrated. players. But, but Great big slap. But everyone knows how good he was at the same time. You know what yeah, I mean? he was brilliant, mate. And uh, he scored. Jamie Rainford played in that game as well. Jamie Rainford scored. We won 3 1. Pistons arm rain. It was shit. And we knew, like, going through that, we were like, if we can get through that, we'll be able to get through the rest of this. Do you know what I mean? And. That's where I think the solidarity of, of of that team, you know, why I said it, I think that football games are won in the changing room before you've even kicked a ball. And that season for me was more than just like fucking winning games because we were together that much from having a swig at the end of the game to the start when I'm fucking outside the, the uh, crocky gym, leathering each other. You know, that's how we started off, me. I'd loved it. I'd still be bladdered from the Saturday playing on the flame for the party. And I kick it right off me straight away. What are you saying about me, man? Look at the days of you there, mate. <laughs> and just get just wind people up. You want to hear what he said about you there and push them over and all that. It was just a joke, but we were together that much. No one could beat us because of the changing room. That's where I think football at the moment goes wrong because you win your games in a changing room, mate. That's my personal preference. If you've got a gang of lads, 25 strong, who are in it together, lads, and you're just going to have a buzz, that's where you're going to do damage. And that's where I think... So after getting a, a, a nice crack at half time, you, I, I, was your head clear for the second half? Yeah, my ears were still ringing like I got bingo <laughs> by a 60 year old fat, but let's have it right. You know, we went out, we won, we done the damage. Something happened to our coach as well. They stopped the tyres on our coach. We had to wait for a recovery, mate, but never stopped us robbing the service station on the way home, lads. Yeah, fucking hell. Crispy cremes on the way home. I was more than fucking that. I went straight for the Stella as usual, you know, it was uh, one of them, but. Yeah, going on to the semi-final from there, you know, I was laughing my head off when you asked Leighton about it because I thought, you fucking messing, lads, I got sent off. I got sent off in the semi-final of the National Cup. Who the fuck does that? Got, what was it for? I got booked. I called the referee a crab and I kicked the ball out because I flipped over something like stupid. Just gave me a yellow card in the first half. Whatever yet sounds. And it was like they were on top then. I think we were playing him. Um, it was HT Sports we were playing. And I think that was a way at Garsley FC it was. And, uh, yeah, it was fucking hard. It was a mad game. It, they battered us, but we, we were winning. Leighton scored a worldie. No doubt about it again. Leighton's free kicks, like I said, are fucking slash penalties, aren't they? You don't want to foul Leighton fucking 30 yards out because it's going to go in the side net. And he scored a worldie. Someone else scored. And, uh, yeah, fucking lad went round me 2-1. Don't ask me why I'd done it. Barn pot shit. Just fucking buttered his ankles. He was about just to score. Dive, dive I just fucking threw my head at his fucking ankles. But before that, Gary Smith and me were fucking hands in the warm-up. And Gary Smith was in goal. He saved three penalties off me. I was thinking, 
have you saved three penalties off me there, lads? I'm not bad at Ben, do you know what I mean? Frustrated striker as I am. Anyway, I got sent. Uh, I just forgot about the yellow card in the first half. Shit, second yellow, bang, red card. I remember looking around on the pitch, I thought, Jonathan Swatton, Jonathan Swatton, you're a good goalie, I've seen you say pens, Ricky, he just turned his back away at me. He called <laughs> me, he's called me a fat cunt. Great big fat cunt, great big shit house, he was calling me and all that. Went over to Neil, Neil's went, what do you reckon? Everyone's screaming at each other, there's murder. So just put Gary Smith in goal, lads. He went, what? I said, put, the, put it on Gary Smith. Went over to Gary Smith and put the top on him. I'm walking off the pitch with me top off, all their fans are singing, you fat bastard, you <laughs> fat bastard, all that, I'm buzzing. I said, watch what happens now. So I said to Gary, just dive, lads, whatever you feel, whatever. Gary Smith, dive, right. Hit it his elbow, went <laughs> over the bar, and he saved it. No way. Couldn't believe it. And that, once again, going back to like, just being bingoed in the quarters, <laughs> being sent off in the semi-final. He saved it, lads. I think Jamie Rainford scored and made it 3-1, and that was that. Good night, Vienna, lad. We're off the air. Uh... So were you thinking then, I'm missing the final? Missing the final, and Gash this going, is what gas going moment. Oh, I just I never realised so what happens now. Then Neil, you fucking dickhead and all that. Blah blah. You're gonna have to play three games because it was two yellow cards. Man, I said, well, how's this gonna fucking work in ten days? And this is where I want to personally fucking. I knew I'd done the right thing sticking with me Sundays lap because fucking Liverpool fucking come together there for me, mate. You know the lobster, the fucking the bull. I think it was, I can't even remember what it was, the Dengo as well, a few of the lads. And who else was it? We had to play three games anyway. And uh, I think we'd wrap the league up anyway, to be honest with you, that season it was done. And uh, they said, yeah, let's do it. And fucking, I want to personally thank everyone, myself, lad, of a Sunday for that, because who the fuck would do that? They'd laugh at you. Another county, mate, if you were a woolly back, county somewhere. So they 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 agreed to, yeah, to play played. years on like... A Tuesday, a Thursday, a, a, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, that's Friday. That's exactly how it so went. So you could play again on the Sunday. Yeah, lads, and that's how it went. It was all done for me, like, you know, and... Fucking hell, it was... You know, when you look back now and you think, nice one, lad. You know, never had another fucking goalie, you know what I mean? So, we're in shit streak there. Gary, Smith, Gary Smith's like that, bastard. bastard. <laughs> yeah, fucking no, he can fucking stay at the back, him. Fucking hell, he'd tackle a brick wall, Gary Smith. Yeah, what a player, great player. No, that's boss little tale, that though, isn't it? You know, like, because we speak about the rivalries and all that, which is there, but also, you pull together, don't you? And, and, and times that? like that, I've seen it before, but the other year, with the I think Pat Mack sort of yeah. half it. He's on the phone to everyone, I think he's on everyone's fucking number in the phone book, Pat Mack, like that. Hey, want to play on Friday night? Who yeah. the fuck wants to play on a Friday night? But the 10 goals did, lads. Know what I mean? Boss, love all that. Love all that. Right, so let's get back to uh, the dock then. So you've, you've rolled up at the dock. Um, was, who was in charge at that time? Was it Shorty? Shorty, lads, Shorty yeah. Then, yeah. Shorty got me in. Shorty just said to me. So it was the start of a sort of new era because obviously Jimmy and Lara had stepped down even though they were still there. Boss, lads, boss to it. Shorty just, stepped Just, just boss to even be in the changing room around all them, to be honest with you, mate. It's, uh, it's another tick to me fucking book when I say to myself, you know, I've played footy with them, lads. Starting from 15... Getting to where I am now, you know, these people, you've only ever heard the name banded around Saturday footy, Sunday footy. You know, I've watched the docker once again with my dad. When you're good enough, lad, you'll play for these. <laughs> my dad was right, you know what I mean? He'd tell me. But, uh, no, rocked up there, bounced in the chains. He's what's happening, I'm Mano. You want to sleep in ours? Let me know. Having a buzz. <laughs> Fucking laughing at me. Keep tonight, you, my new yeah, best mate. That's yeah. it. But, uh, no, boss, lad, yeah, won the league. Straight in, no messing around again. Just 
hit it right off with all the lads, Joey Robbo. I had no choice there. He bought a new house and fucking looked up. Fucking Joey Robbo was living over the road from me. I felt sorry for him. Yeah. I thought, fucking hell, Joey, you're an unlucky bastard of art. If everyone's a fucking live over the road from you, live over the road from me. The, the curtains are switching because he needs a goalie and he's like that. He's in, he's in, he's in. I've got him. But uh, no, boss players, lads, anti battle all them, you know, fucking Joey. What a footballer Joey Robbo was, mate. Yeah, it's up notch. Yesterday, playing against him on, his, on, a, on a Sunday, like he was good at pens. Joey'd sit in that midfield. Just always try and avoid the fucking kick and try and put it past him myself, you know what I mean? It's. But Joey Robbo's one of the fucking best fo- footballers in Liverpool, I think, like my personal, personal opinion. Yeah, boss, boss, I'm all, I'm all with that. So, how long? How long do you stay with the dock for? Still there now. Still there now. I'm in and out just hard at the moment with family life, you know. I've got three kids and it's all about the lads now, you know what I mean? And got two boys who were there. Good to go. Everyone says, fucking hell, they're going to be goalies. I don't want them to be lonely like me. So, <laughs> no. just, just starting the footy journey. Yeah, but no, it's a uh, it's boss. Yeah, we won the we won the league, we won the cup as well. We done the no, yeah, we win the cup. Won the challenge cup against Bernest, didn't you? Yeah, we won the challenge cup against Bernest. That's right, mate. Yeah, and uh, we're winning the league, but some fucking boss players in the dock there, mate. Even just Liam Hudson, boss centre half. Yeah, you no, know, you've you, you, you've got you've got Luke Forsyth played against Luke cool. all my life, you know, and Tom Owens and that there now, and the beast Elliot Never, you know, yeah, shows to lads, you know, they they are watching. They are there, all right. You're doing damage for the campy and that, and but the 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 shop windows, Liverpool, mate. It's it, it's our property, you know. It's it's just for people, you know. If you either want to have a spliff and get seen with a spliff, yeah, <laughs> you're going to or seeing scoring for or seeing scoring just goals like that, mate. You know, it's that's what I mean. It, it's there, isn't it? It, it? You know, if you make waves, people are watching, aren't they? It, it's there, but that 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 for me was another one. You know, obviously with the league. Going into that league, I'd never won that league. I'd won the Zingari, I'd won the CMS, I'd won all the other leagues with the Parky. But then once again, the way I've looked at football of a Saturday and Sunday is, I'm going to win that. And even though I'm in goal and I don't know who the fuck's playing with me, don't know the team, I'm going to win that. And that's the way I've always had it in my head from being a kid, getting leathered, getting told you're too small. You know, Bolton said to me, they measured your fingers and your arms and all that. <laughs> You're gonna be fucking five foot fucking nine. Well, he went far wrong, but you know, to 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 to, to criticize someone's career and say they're gonna be this height, yeah. you you dismissed if you're not six foot three, aren't you? Nowadays, and it's wrong because I've adapted with the times of footy. You know, let's have it right. Shea Given all them. My favorite goalie was fucking Paddy Kenny, mate. Remember yeah. Paddy Kenny? Yeah, Lunatic lost his teeth. He was my inspiration. Imagine putting Paddy Kenny in goal now for Manchester City. It wouldn't happen because you're one-dimensional, mate. You've got no feet. You've got no adjustments. And that's the way football, from being a goalkeeper for me, has adapted. And I've tried my best to adapt. But these young, coming like your lad's coming up now, he will have that opportunity to adapt in that football role where, you know, yourself, you're a goalie. You do exactly what you said on the tin. You're the fat kid on the playground. Fucking get in goal, lad. You're the brave one. Yeah. Yeah. The brave one throwing throwing your, uh, your head at it. So... We we skipped past it before about uh, Nosley. Tell us about the thing with Nosley got the Dallas and all that. Oh yeah, fucking hell. Went to Dallas Cup with them. It was uh, two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. I went. We we had some brilliant players there when you when you're going through the team. It was uh, you had Aiden Culshaw. You had you had who else was it? Aiden Culshaw, Jeff Thomas, Carl Piers was in that team as well. Carl 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 Piers is a good player, lads. Yeah. Uh, you had yeah, you had Carl Pierce, you had Alan Collins up front. You know, I thought we were going to win it. 
I thought I thought we were going to win it, no problem. Went over there and fucking flopped. Absolute fail. We never even got out the group. Nightmare. Nightmare. All the preparation. Never even got out the group. So I was thinking to myself, what do I do here? You know, do I stick with it or not? You know, fuck it, I'll give it another go. So I was obviously working at the time, pay for it myself and all that, blah, blah. Got over there to Dallas. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant opportunity. Get to play at that pizza up park and all that. Went over there a year later in 2010. And um, we got to the semi-final. We played in Toronto. And literally going through it, it was like, it was nil-nil. And then they scored with like three minutes to go. And I always remember it was like the goal that shouldn't have been. The, like the Lampard one that went in. Oh, yeah. Blatantly behind the line. Aiden Culshaw scored an half volley. Like when you catch one. And it's like going high. But when you catch one like a drill and you're going, oh fuck, oh fuck. Look at that go there. I was I was on the 18-yard box. I was nearly on the D on his back by the time the ball was travelling. And it hit the bar, bounced behind the line. And bounced back out. The referee said, no goal, sound. Basically, fucking get the English home. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like but uh, the Dallas Cup was a brilliant a brilliant uh, thing for me. You know, it was, it, was, it was like the pinnacle. You know, you lived in Kirby, you had about four schools. Best thing you could do was fucking go to Dallas, ends off. But the year that he won it, fucking gutted. You know, that's one I am gutted over. I was playing for the Oyster against the Paddock. And I think it was Steve Browner. Oh, he fucking rattled me. Absolutely cleaned the ball right through me. Sorry, man, old mate. Good arse. Yeah. I got, I got water on my knee. I had to have the water drains off my knee. And uh, I never went to Dallas Cup. And he fucking won it. <laughs> so he had two pops at it. And then uh, they won it the year that I never went like. But That would have been another all. little trophy to the uh, to, to the collection, mate, wouldn't it? It would have been nice, like, but... So what, what I, I remember... Um, Obviously, he was one of the first first lads I had on the show, John Lawless. I remember him off the record when we done our uh, our little interview with Indy Warby back in the day in lockdown on the sly. He uh, he was saying, "I've got man out there," and he was he was telling me the little you know. I don't, I'm not going to say this on here. He was like, "But we've got we've got a team here, you know, Mick. We've got a good side together here." And and I'm thinking to myself, if he's saying it. He's not. He wouldn't say it if he didn't think it. You know what I mean? John, nah, he knows his footy. He knows his footy. Lawless is another one of them strange crats from fucking Crocky, mate. Just <laughs> raw breeds. You just you laugh your head off at it. You know some strange things that Lawless mate. He is fucking. What a fucking what what damage he's done at football and could have done. That's the question. Yeah, yeah always unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. mate. But even like messing hands, I said he had a sign for the sign for the bull. Good team, the bull lads, boss gang of lads. Yeah, yeah, the army. Yeah. Just reminded me there, my best pen save ever there. He's not going to like it. It was against the bull, a witness, Jim Mena. <laughs> it was a quarter final of the National Cup, that, and um, literally, sudden death penalties went right through. I think it was like, I think it went back. No one ever went back. It was the sixth pen, it was. And it was Mena. I don't know why he never took a pen anyway, because he could take a penalty. And uh, witness, witness, Vikings. Astro pitch it was like oh, the rugby yeah, thing. Yeah. It's in goal for the oyster there, and uh, I think there's a video of it, and you hear the lads shouting, "Top left, top left!" But I've already gone. Me, I knew Mena was going to put his foot to this. It your ass is gone. Who was he with then? The Molly was it the Molly or the Bull? I can't. I think it was the Bull we were playing. You know, can't even think. Either way, it was Mena, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Mena, lads. It was just right in the top bin, and I'd gone, sold me body, and threw me life at it, lads. He would have looked stupid if he had to put it right down the middle, wouldn't you? Fucking goalie dad, jumping in the bucket top in like a loony. <laughs> and uh, no, it hit me wrist and just went over the bar, lad. And that was another that was another tick for the National Cup, yeah. 
that was uh, but same for the bull there. That was one of me. He doesn't uh, doesn't miss many pens, men as well. Boss footballer, lads. Boss, like I keep saying, you know, I'm just. What was 30. your uh, What was your record like on pens? Oh, I'm fucking all right on pens. I had a little. I've got a little motto there where you suss them out before they come. No, I'm blowing myself up here. Yeah, don't give don't give the tactic away, but you've, nah, you've got half you know, years of give the fucking half years of fucking give it away before you're fucking hit it anyway. Because people in habit, you know, creature thing. You know, you come to the ball, you put the ball down, you look where you're gonna put it before you do. That's it, fucking got you. Yeah, and the ones who look too long, I'm trying to blag it. Look too long, try and blag it. Put it the other way with the eyes. I've got you, but uh, pens, not. Nah, I think I'm I'm up there with the Al pen saving. Like to be honest with you, I'm. Uh, I can hold my hands up to that. It's fucked up a few times, but uh, got to most of them. Oh, boss! I remember. Um, I remember little Brandon saying to me, "Man, I always had a few games for Brunesque Sunday, just helping out here and there." I was like, "Boss, that I love all that." Just no, it sounds like I'm a footy slag lad, but I love it. You know, I, I play. I suppose if you if you're a goalie, you're in demand, aren't you? Yeah, people and and like what you said there, if you're working and can't commit every week, the off chances you might be playing for someone. So you know, well, that's right. That's what's happened. You know, that, that's what happened with John Lawless with with the ball. I was working away, I lost my spec. And I said, look, I'm not going to fall out with you, John. But I can't be here. I've got three kids on a Sunday. How do you get me for two and a half, three hours now? Like, who am I to say that? But it's the truth. You know, if you're not going to play me, I'm sorry. But I'll go and get a game for someone else. And that's where I'm at the minute yeah, in my life. That, that's what you want, a bit of honesty, don't you? About yeah, it? you know, I, I play for bloody anyone, mate. Bloody hell, I've dug some holes with myself on the line, fucking winding people up over the years. Like, fucking hell. I've had some good laughs with the Molly and all them, mate. And fucking, honest to God, you can't write it. Who was the... Um who was the contact at Brunesh then? Who was getting you in there to play for? But who was in charge? Get Jay Gibbo. Gibbo, yeah. Gibson, lads, yeah. He just it. said to me, "Get in." Said San, I'll have a little goal, like and having a laugh with all the lads and that. It was boss, but it's just I don't know. I don't know what happened there. To be honest with you, I think I went away working away again, and just it's, it's just be life at the minute. There's nothing really much I can do about it, you know. Stick solid, and that's the thing with a goalie. You're there, you're there. Never mind if the lads have been on the aisle on the piss the night before and all that. You're there, you've got to be there. I've, I've been showered in my Mars. Lads have got me out of the bath, out of bed, put me in the bath, showering me. Come on, man, I'll go to final today, lad. <laughs> I'm lying there going, I hate me life, I hate me life. And then you turn up like you can have a good game, you know what I mean? Because I've got some good memories on the Dockers Club there and up at Kirby on Windsor Harbour and all that. You know, it's, uh, it's priceless memories like when you, when, when you think of it. I can't think of half of them sitting here, to be honest with you. I'll be kicking myself after it, but... So... Just as uh, as close as recently, back with the uh, a Kirby team for months. Yeah. Sign for the Mel and Vic. Sign for the Vic, lads. How yeah. long has that been in in, uh, in coming? Fucking hell, lads. I've like, well, always had to laugh about it, saying I'm the odd one out from Kirby travelling all over fucking Liverpool. Lads from Kirby are off the head. Half of them, there's that many good footballers in Kirby, it does my head in. There's no Kirby teams that have stayed solid like the Oyster like the Doch, and that's always been the most appealing thing for me, to sign for someone who's not going to fucking do the referee in and get kicked out the league the week later. Yeah. Because that's what's happened. Do you know what I mean with all of them? So I was like, okay, sounds, yeah. But, uh, no, Mikey, Mikey White, Mikey just said, man, how do you fancy a game? I said, well, it's about time I play for the Kirby team. You know, it's uh, been on flow for a couple of years. Let's have it right. Let's go back to where I started when I was five. Big Apo on that day, still still in the background, but you know that. Yeah, man, they're all still there, lad. You know, it's uh, it's funny because I've upset them a few times in goal for the Oyster, let's have it right, but uh, no, I'm there now and 
it's sounds, you know, it's I hope to God you can stay up this season. That's that that's my achievements. It's like I said I want to win these and that's that's what I want this season. I'll play in goal and I'll try and keep them up because that's what you want to stay in that league, lad. That's yeah, of course. You that's do, your bread and butter. You know what I mean. That's that. That's the way to be in that league, mate. It's uh, even the league below. You know, the, 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 all the leagues, lad. Strong, isn't it? It's strong. The fact that all the leagues got merged is it's a shame, really, because of how many fucking football teams we did have in the city. Yeah, you know how I, many leagues? Yeah, I go back to like me to saying, "Fucking hell, you were the last one to win a national cup medal since John O'Leary." You're the only one in fucking Kirby. John O'Leary's the only one with the fan tail and all that. Fan tail who won the National Cup years ago. Like I'm the only one now laughing. The only one fucking in this day and age who's got a National Cup medal. So I've got two, but I don't fucking talk about that fucking Blackburn Rovers day. <laughs> no, what happened that Blackburn Rovers day? Jonathan Swatton scored from about 40 yards out. And it was free. I don't reckon he meant it to this day. I tell you now, John, oh, you never meant it, lad. I'm not asked. Right in the fucking top bin. It was weird. But we were unlucky that day as well. You know, the build-up to that was fucking boss. Another National Cup fucking day. And uh, you literally, we, we, we just got rolled by Umbledon. Umbledon Plains farm. They had a lad in the midfield and he was fucking rootless. And Steve Porter, mate, had a fucking great game that game. And he just done us in the midfield and cut us to bits. We got it back to, I think, we got it back to 3-2. And uh, they just hit us on the counter-attack like yeah, a sucker Le- punch. Leighton said on his episode and Tom... They've said about it, like, sometimes you just hold your hand up and the better team won. And, and, Cracking you know. pints in Blackburn now after the game, I remember that. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Tell you what, though, mate, it's, you know, getting just getting to the National Cup finals and achievements, I know that's not good enough for I'm you. I'm buzzing with the campy and the Mayfair and all that now, you know. It's, you know, obviously I'm, I'm saying to myself, I wish I was playing in that, but I can't let myself down and commit with family life and my job now. Still only 30, lads, if you wanted to let me know, you know <laughs> what I mean? But no, nah, but it's funny, you know, it's, yeah, I just can't commit. And I've been asked by the lads, would you? But the answer is for me, I'm all or not on me. And at the minute, it sounds a little bit dishonest, like fucking, like with the Melon Vicks and things like that. But I'm, I'll be there every week, you know, because I get home on a Saturday from working away or whatever. And it's my little bit to get away because I miss it that much, you know, with, 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 with work and family life now, fucking hell. All I want to be is fucking in gold. My bird's like, won't buy a pair of fucking goldie gloves then stand in the garden, will you? <laughs> I, went, I went to watch the campy the other day. They were unlucky, you know. Better um, team, easily the better team. Just didn't really get... I like Ryan, lad. Ryan Jones. Fucking good goalie, yeah, he mate. Good, he was good. Like, didn't have, didn't have didn't that much to do. to do, to be honest. He made one or two one or two good saves. Campy with the better team without really creating that many clear-cut chances. Um, so... All the hopes of the city rest on the Mayfair shoulders, so hopefully yeah. they can Cut on them, lads. get a new name scratched onto that beautiful cup. As long as it comes back to Liverpool, lad, you know, it's National Cup, it's fucking, that, that, that's been me from when I've signed for the Oyster and that has been like your bread and butter. You want to be there, it's fucking the best feeling on them away days, lad, waking up early doors, you know. I never even had a drink on a Saturday night before that. I'm fucking lying, I'm fucking <laughs> be bladdered before drinking, but... A few shanties or 12. Fucking right, but... Uh, no, you, you, that's where we are, and that's what I'm on about with how good the football is in this city. You know, it's we are there every season. The Geordies know it. Let them all know out the way, firms, London and all that. We come for them, and we fucking conquer, and we're always in the quarters or the semis. Yeah. And I'm more buzzing, lad, because you get to play against them lads on a fucking Sunday. You get to play. You get they, they, They're not your mates, but you know them as let, to let on to, do you know what I mean? And it's... It's it's boss. It's really good. Like what you said before, 
you're playing for Kirby against like Liverpool, and for instance, Pepper's playing for Liverpool, and there he is playing for the Mayfair. Hopefully, you're gonna get the National Cup final. You know, so, within so within that kid. float of kids growing up, you know, it was like Tom Eaves. He, he's playing for plays for all now. Tom Eaves. He played for Liverpool schoolboys. You know, Liverpool always had the bigger pick. You know, where Kirby, it was fucking. It says what it like a fucking tin of beans, mate. That's what you fucking getting, and that's about it. Do you know what I mean? So, but no, it's a. Uh, I'm more buzzing, like a pepper and all them. You know, they, 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 I hope to God they, they live it because for me it's a blur. I can't remember me until we've like I've took a step back, like I said, and I've realised the damage that I have done. Never gotten onto it. I just love playing footy. Just love standing in goal and being that fucking lunatic, the fucking best shout in the world. Put it on the goalie. Ah, oh, lads, I fucking love it. Put it on the goalie. I'm thinking in my head, flip. Fucking take your head off. Flip. Come right now. Shout like Berkey for it's just a reincarnation. He's, yeah. he's probably won similar trophies to you, mate. National Cups, Challenge Cups, Premier Cups, Sunday Leagues, all that that goes with it, mate, and it's brilliant. Boss. Right, shall we have a go with trying to build a footballer, mate? You're gonna be able to do this or what? Yeah, come on, let's fucking do it. Right, so oh, we start with left pegs, mate. So Left foot of people you played with, against, or just watched, whatever. It's up to you. Got to say, I guess, but I'm not. Jonathan Swatton, mate. Jonathan Swatton's probably got the cleanest left foot I've seen on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. He strikes a ball, he scores goals, and he's not a bad goalie neither. And he's a good, good cast, yeah? Yeah, that's, that's his hidden secret, lad. He's good in the warm-up, believe me. So he's got the left peg, top player in, money. I remember he come on the scene as a kid, and a few lads said to him, seen this kid playing for these, top-notch. He's playing with me for the cop house though. He was he was my he was my puppy. I fucking say my puppy. I'd scream at him all the time. He fucking be centre half, centre mid, up front. You can put him anywhere, lads. Yeah, top player, mate. Uh, right foot. Don't know. Hard one caught me out. Best right foot. Fucking Didn't you read the fucking template? Oh, fucking. <laughs> Too busy drinking Stella. I'm on me fucking dead Stella, lad. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Thomas Rooney's the uh, the only one I can think of. Just the fact that. I could rely on him. I'd kick the ball from me goal and ping it right at him. You play a one-two with Egghead, stick his ass out, lad, and bury it right in the top bin. So for me, you know, obviously, from a goalie's point of view in goal, the back, for like, me... Like Shearer, one he's Tom? He's fucking absolutely fucking brilliant. Never took the credit, lad. Never took, that's the truth. Never took the credit from... All right, everyone always say, oh, it's late in this, fucking late in FC, blah, blah. If you take fucking five steps back, mate, it was all fed from Thomas, mate, you know what I mean? It was yeah, a top notch. good instigator. Touch, you got the best touch. Steve Porter. Yeah, good player, Steve. Honey. Steve Porter, mate. And I, I'm saying that because, like I said, from me standing in goal, that second ball was the most clinical, clinical thing on the pitch. From that header, Steve would always be able, with sitting in front of the defenders, to I'd have confidence in that. I know I could stand on the D, you know, and be out me goal when he had the ball, you know, but I'd say Steve Porter, that's it. Skill. Chick. What a player. Oh, what a player. Get the ball in my hands and put it on the wing. He was like fucking go fucking missing. He go running after time. I think he's gonna go down the fucking lengths. Do you know what? I, I owe him an apology because I done my my perfect footballer last week and cause I cause I got put on the spot and done it in here on my own with like you forgot ten minutes notice. But he's like forty, he's another one. And he he's one of the best dribblers I've ever seen. Ever seen in my life. I missed him out. So Sorry, Michael, lads, you're in, you're in this week. It's a week late, but you're in. Yeah, unbelievable skill. 
Yeah, what a dribble it is. I mean, and then he had like Joe, he could just and he had like Joe Wallace as well. Yeah, you know. Joe lads, you, you get you get out of situations where you think to yourself, Nah, lads, lads, drop five yards. Yeah, talking to Ricky John O'Tony at the back. You need to drop five yards. Bam, bam, in and out, right down the wing, cross it in, lads. You like Forshee, another one not not mentioned. One of the best editors, Forshee lad for me. Yeah, we used to call him Drogba. But the white slab end So heading ability, you bet you've seen a few of these mates over the years, haven't you? I'd want to pick from you know. I've got I've had I've been blessed with centre halves, haven't I? Let's have it right. You got Jamesy, you've got basically Tony, Ricky, Ben Garrity, fucking yeah, ben was an brilliant fucking. You know you forget how young Ben was, like myself. You know you forget how young Ben was actually standing in the middle of that pitch, mate. But uh, heading ability, I'm going for Forshee. Fuck it. Yeah, top notch. Uh, speed. Who was the quickest? Who were the Who were the uh, Who were the ones you would aim for over the top? Who you know could catch you, catch pigeons. Speed merchants from from standing in goal, lads. Chrissy fucking Daniels, mate. Yeah, lightning money. Fucking Benjamin. Still lightning now. Benjamin buttons. I call them lads from play. When I signed for that talk there, mate. Oh my god, I never known. I'm like that fucking. Are you like Benjamin Buttons, you lads? You come back, we'll come back. <laughs> Honestly, Chrissy Daniels for me, mate, all the way. He's like a fucking bullet down the wing. He don't, and he's, he, he just chase. He carry, yeah. he carry on. Strength. We were the tanks. Say Ricky, fucking yard dog at the back, mate. Him yeah. played with Ricky all my life since I was about twelve. To be honest with you, we ate each other in a nice way. Yeah, competitive nature. Yeah. yeah. I still think he's a fucking juice head. He calls me fucking steroid, <laughs> fucking Anavar head, fucking whatever. You know, it's hilarious. But Ricky, mate, good centre half, good fucking strong. You know, it's quite funny because the city talks, you know what I mean, about a footy and he's horrible. He put it, he's a big shit house and all that, blah, blah. Now, Ricky is a fucking good defender, lad. So yeah, I say Ricky, yeah. just that he was in front of me, lad, for a good couple of fucking years. So yeah, top player, mate. Um, fittest, who's in the best, Nick? Steve Porter. Named him twice, lad. Still now, I think he's still fucking running around crocky now, him. Yeah, for the Abbey Vets, yeah, quality means. Honestly, you say Abbey Vets, lads, have you seen them? I wouldn't even play them now for the fucking Melon Vicks, you'd have to die. Hey, they do, they, they only play overage players, though. They, <laughs> yeah. don't, they don't cheat about They asked it, me, I said, I'm only fucking dirty, you cheeky bastards. Yeah, but that was just by accident. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was by accident. <laughs> it was. Because you've, you've been going that long. Yeah, I know. Yeah, people just think you're older than your army, mm-hmm. like Dooney, because you come on the scene at 16. Um, keepers, besides yourself, Who's the other keepers that you've played against or with and gone? Ryan Jones, lads. Ryan, that's off to Ryan, lads. Yeah. Fucking good goalie. Just he's if you pro- could put my fucking lunatic head on Ryan Jones's body, I reckon we're challenging <laughs> for a fucking number one at England, there, lads. You, you can throw Yashkalan in, you know, as well. Yeah, fucking hell, lads. I was fucking scared of him to be honest with you, lad. Fucking hell, he was. Uh, was he on the bench? Yeah, he was just fucking insane, lads. Just fucking something wrong with him. I don't know. Just fucking flip all Imagine the time. Imagine what he thought about you. Yeah, fucking hell, <laughs> yeah. But it was Halloween, I'd turn up with a fucking mask on and jump out at him or something. <laughs> Who's the funniest, the mad men, the, you know, the oh, characters? Fucking, you've said mentioned them, lad. Like, fucking the Rooney fella, mate, Graham. Fucking me and him coming home on them National Cup coaches, mate. I don't know who's better balancing on the fucking head, me or him. Boss. Some parties in that Abbey Row with him, lad. He's fucking cool. What a player, though, as well. Right foot, lad, phenomenal. Joe, like there, John. Jokes, yeah. just absolutely, you can't even fucking explain until you he see like, it. He was like a, a, a genetic freak, Graham, money. Lad, he'd like, be out his, like, his lifestyle, but then the play, how he could play footy. I like. laughed my head off. I remember Graham turning up and saying, Stand your bag there, man. All as I said, Calistella. He said, Give us a swig then. So we're about to kick off in a minute. He went, You know, for the most light lads, it sounds. <laughs> Turns up, take his score to fucking hat trick. 
fucking free kick. Just a joke. Another joke, mate. Another one of the crocky fan mates off the nuts. Brilliant. Uh, leadership is the next one. Yeah, Tony Rendell was a good leader, lad. Tony was fucking on the money. And at the time, Tony was still playing. Like, had a good standard of football, never mind the oyster, you know. I think he was at yeah, Skem. Yeah, so. Skem, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to have him in front of you, like, and being a small goalie, you know, let's let's weigh it up. You know, if the ball never got through me, you know, it was like a domino effect where you've got me in goal, you've got Tony Denzel, Ricky, you know, you've got four shoes going to cover, you've got Thomas who's going to cover. On a corner, by right, five lads there, you got you, you, you shouldn't win the fucking ball, you know what I mean? Yeah. But and then John O'Swatton or John Ben also, yeah, you've mentioned. And um, for me, within that, within that, we were safe. You know, if I shouted keepers, and that's where me and Tony the first season, he never trusted me. But I feel like getting on a little bit more, Tony would duck keepers, manos, you know, my ball, Ricky had duck, because they had to duck, because I think I punched him in the head a good fucking few times anyway. So. <laughs> in the back of the head. Yeah. Attitude, you had the best attitudes of footy you've seen. Oh, fucking hell. You were the ones that you just, you know, you knew you could rely on. Leighton, lads. Leighton. Leighton McGiven. You just... He's, he always under-talks himself, Leighton, you know, but for me, I watched him when I was a fucking kid. I've had the fucking pleasure to play football with him and feed him, and he fucking knows I've fed them with a fucking few. But Leighton all the way, the reliability, you know what I mean? I always remember one of the goals that he scored at the fucking Wesley away, mate. And we were getting beat, and he fucking, they were all calling him a smackhead and all that. I remember kicking the ball, Thomas set him, stuck his fat ass out, Bang, roof of the net. I think we fucking won. And he was running down the sideline. Yeah. Running down the sideline, slapping his arm, la. And I just thought, I fucking love you, lad. I love you. And that National Cup final, what he done, what he done. Yeah, oh, lad. Unbelievable. When we done the uh, the film, obviously, which will, which will be out soon, hopefully. And he, he says a little part in it where basically talking about how good, you know, the talent in the city was. And he says a little part where he goes... Uh, you know, there's better players in this city than me who, who haven't won it. And I'm thinking in my head, yeah, there's not fucking many, lads. There's, there's not, not fucking there's many, not lads. Many, you know what I mean? His left if, foot, like I keep any, saying, it was, I, in goal, would be buzzing if I kicked the ball out my hands just in front of the fucking D. And Thomas fucking got a foul or a free kick. I'd be rubbing my hands together, 30 fucking yards out. Who the fuck in the right frame of mind classes a free kick as a fucking penalty? Yeah, it normalises it, doesn't he? Just... Breaks it down. You know where it's going in gold. You, 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 even in the warm-up, I'd be fucking made up that he was only just warming me up and he'd be nice to me. Make me feel good late and taking the piss. <laughs> Don't take the piss out of me, lad, and start putting it in the top bin. Um, next one is dirtiest. There's been a few. <laughs> that that Josie's arm down there, he'll give you the crack of that. Right? Yeah, fucking hell, I hate that. That was a fucking cracking shot, that. Dirtiest, Jesus you must have had a few uh, tussles with the Wesley then. That was they, they must have been tasty then. You know what? That was one of, like I said, one of my first games that for uh, for the Oyster. Dirtiest games. It was just raw, weren't it? The ball bouncing in the middle and all that. It was just tackle after tackle. It was just consistent. You, you just had to, had to put Evan on the line, what it meant to the two teams and the areas and, you know, yeah. everything that it was. And you know was what? Just... My first season, I never had a clue. But come season fucking two, three, Right in the fucking mixes of it, fucking starting it all, mate, giving all the line. Ah, you gang of dickheads and all that. I'd feed the fucking line. Shut up, man, oh, and all that. Stop it. I'd be winding the line up and, and things like that. But dirtiest teams or dirtiest players? Player. 
Dirtiest players. For my team or what? Uh, any, any. Any. Sheen. Played with or against. Dirtiest player, Liam. Liam Mewson. Liam Horrible. Fucking horrible. <laughs> Sitting in front of me there, lad. Horrible. Fucking, he loves a tackle. Loves it. He'd have more Mars bars on his leg, lad, from that Astro. T- I think he's left half his ass on the Dockers Club. Yeah, slides. He just slides, <laughs> mate. You know what I mean? He should get himself a fucking tub of Vaseline for Christmas him. Throw on his fucking legs, mate, because loves to tackle Liam. Got to give him a chew. And his heading ability also. Yeah, he can leap, yeah, can't he? Yeah. For the size of him, he can just... It's, it's his timing of Edders, where, like, sometimes, like, my first season for the Dock, I'd be coming, and I had no reason to. I didn't realise why he could jump and... Clear the fucking ball, you know what I mean? It was he's a very good player, Liam. What's the best goal you've seen, or what's the best goal that's been put in past you? Did you ask me these questions? Did you have send you all of these? Well, I haven't fucking got to that. <laughs> I never got there's to only that. two left. Don't worry after this. So, best goal seen, been involved in, or has gone past you? Best goal I've ever seen, Thomas Rooney away for the Oyster. It was fucking Burden. No, Wayne Burden. Thomas Rooney away. We were playing in the national league, in the yeah. national cup. Bristol Manor Farm. We were playing. We won three two. Thomas Rooney scored from about thirty yards out. We got battered. We got battered that game. Absolutely battered. They brought their best player off. Thomas scored from about thirty yards out. Effortless, just like walked at the ball and brushed his foot through it, and it just went right in the fucking side net. And I don't even think it was top in. But it was just the fact that it was that that much needed the goal yeah, to be made. That important. That important. They had hundreds there. I always remember that day because they put it all over the paper. The Wayne Rooney clan come. And it was a fucking picture of Wayne Rooney on the fucking local paper. And yeah. there was hundreds there thinking who were the fucking Rooneys. Honest mad, to God. It was mad how people have publicised <laughs> it. Like, mad. Wayne's in bed. Sunday morning. Scratching his bollocks in bed. Fucking gang of dickheads. Uh, so the next one, hardest away. Anywhere you didn't like going. In uh, Sunday league or Saturday or whatever. Anywhere with no joy. Just fucking, it was basically going fucking with the Wessies pitch with the lads. You know, we, obviously I was part of the moment. Like I said, the Oyster was a big part of fucking, talking about the Oyster, it's here fresh in my brain really, all the other stuff I forgot. To be honest though, it's not often you go into a game. Escorted by plod, is it? That's what I mean, lad. It was a fucking wake-up call for me, that, lad. Listen, I'm fucking laughing my head off about it still now because fucking hell, lad, I'm in goal here. You know what I mean? What the fuck's going on? Fucking plod escorts, fucking matrix everywhere. Fucking hell. Fucking pulling me son's egos out the bag thinking, fucking hell, should I become a cricket player or what are you? Fucking hell. And the last one, mate, you need to pick a partner for knockout pairs. Ah, John O'Lad. Jonathan Swat. John O'Swat. Fucking good in goal, John O'Lad. So you're well. both good in goal and both fancy yourselves as a bit yeah, of a striker. Yeah, I'm a frustrated well. fucking striker, me, mate. I always try and fucking bag them in the warm up. Like, that's the best chance I get. So was that John O as well? Because obviously you played with him since you were All my life, John O'Lad, since we were kids, really. Fucking hell, since we were 11, really. 11, 12, we stuck together and fucking mad our footies planned out. You know, I've, I played for Barlow's. He played for the Coppolos, then I signed for the Coppolos. But we are always in the mix of, like, the reps teams. You'd always get picked, but you'd always just be within arm's length of each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, boss, mate, and a great partnership. So, Mano, mate, thanks very much for your time, and, and I really appreciate you coming in, and, and, and I know you brought some stuff in that, that your dad's dug out, but, boss, I love that. So, you've brought some uh, medals here. I'm going to take a little photo of this. These and... and uh, 
post them on the social media stuff. I know you're not into the, the social media, mate, but uh, this will this will all go on there, and and we'll celebrate the uh, the amount of trophies that you've won and how successful you've been, mate. Like we should. So out of all the things that we've spoke about before, all the things that you've won in footy and all the things you've achieved, there was a, another special thing, wasn't it? That that probably tops tops and beats any any medal or any trophy that you could ever win. Yeah, it was uh, what it was. There was usual Satie playing for the party, uh, turns up on the toppy, as we all do, locked up playing footy, and uh, little incidents happens on a pitch next to us. We were like, what's going on here? We're six nil up. There's ten minutes left here. What's going on? The lad said, "Ah, the game's over, lad. Something's happened to this kid on this pitch here." So I'm saying to myself, "Something's happened to this kid on the pitch." Whatever, sounds. So I started taking the goals out. So that's like what? I'll take a goal down on Kirby's up. Ten minutes. Yeah. So that's ten minutes gone. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, "Grab this crossbar, lads. Grab the fucking crossbar and all that. Like, get over here." So me. Brown and Pollard grabbed the bar, walking past. And I just looked and I seen my dad's grey head on the floor. I said, Dad, what are you fucking doing? My dad went, fucking get here, now he's dead. Now, I didn't know, but this lad on the football pitch next to us called Anthony Jacobs. He's a fucking fit lad. He fucking looked like Clark Kent, mate. He fucking 18-year-old kid, you know, in, in, in our rule book, playing footy, you know, no one dies on a footy bitch, lad. You know what I mean? And... I remember looking at my dad and he was doing CPR and he went, you're stronger than me, get here. So I'm thinking to myself, what do you mean, get here? What? I've got a crossbar on my shoulder, mate, I'm getting off. Now you, re- you realise in life, like fucking people, whether they're fucking men or the mice, I'm looking at fucking lads who were six foot five, fucking juice heads, mate, when I was doing the CPR. So anyway, what happened was, my dad was there, my mate John. So me, between my dad, John, fella up the top there, Mick Pugh, he was like the fella who'd done all the toppy. We were all round robbing between each other, but people were getting tired. On the phone to the ambulance, he's had an heart attack, they're talking you through it. So I'm round robbing with Morgie, my old fella, myself, and I'm doing the CPR. And you talk about like supernatural, sounds fucking stupid saying it, but like fucking serial strength that you find within your body. Lad, I done 27 minutes CPR. You ask me to get on the floor now, fucking do three dives, I'll be fucked. But I stayed on top of that kid non-stop, you know, and that's that's a thing for, for everybody that they need to know, like, never give up on anyone. Yeah. You know, ne- never, ever give up on anybody. Mine's over matter, isn't it? If, if you said do 27 press-ups, no, you couldn't do it. Just couldn't could you? do it. After them six dollars, you've got no chance, <laughs> lads, but, you know what I mean? But I never give up, and it was constant, and it took 27 minutes for the ambulance to turn up. You know, they were threatening with an helicopter, can the helicopter land on the phone and stuff like that? And literally between myself, me da. You know, Mick Pugh was there jumping in, you know, and uh, Mick Pugh, went, when I, this went on to like Good Morning Britain and all that, you know what I mean? But obviously we didn't know what had happened. You know, I'd just been on top of this lad thinking to myself, I'm going to be the last person who's touched this kid. You know, where's his ma? Have I, ki- I the last person to fucking feel his fucking breath before he dies? No one dies on our football pitches in Liverpool anywhere. Mad- madness, isn't it? So literally from there, I'm thinking to myself, that it then, yeah, ambulance gone. Remember breaking down, crying, crying my eyes out. I don't know whether it was shock, adrenaline from my body. You know, it was strange. People were screaming, where's the defibrillator? Where's the defibrillator? No defibrillator, mate, in Kirby. You know, for me, amateur football, at every football pitch, street corner, whatever, there needs to be a defibrillator, you know, and you touched on something before you said that. 
Cara, Cara's making doing a uh, thing. He was in Parliament the other day for trying to get them in every school. Should be in every school. It should be in every school. Every on school, every, every workplace. Yeah, and my good mates Andy Laird and and, and uh, Rachel Maloney who had the the Warby. They put a defibrillator outside the brilliant, pub, brilliant on, lad. on the outside of the pub for the pub. There's one by me Mars now, Park Brow Shop, and you've only got to phone up and get the number. Yeah, phone up and get the code. Yeah, they should be everywhere f- to go. Like. I've had things like it sounds terrible to say young kids are fella said to me from from doing this so like, let's get to so I'm doing CPR on this kid me and my dad you know and then he just vanished didn't even know his name I'm doing Brett to Brett with this kid and giving him the kiss of life and all that I've never done kiss of life before never done CPR I'm crying to me dad thinking if I broke his ribs don't worry don't worry we've tried our best so few of the lads in the teams, I can't even remember. If lads are listening, they'll know, they'll get on me and tell me the name, but his name was Auntie Jacobs, this kid. And uh, anyway, found out what Ozzy was in. I'm bevying them, me, my head's gone. You know, I'm the last person to touch the kids alive. You know, wait, what's his mind thinking here? Scary, lads. Anyway, found out where he was in the Aussie, bang, straight down the Aussie. Close relatives, yeah, yeah, it sounds, yeah. Walked in, he said to me, who the fuck are you? As I couldn't no believe idea. it. No idea, yeah. Looked like Clark Kent, mate, sitting there with a pair of glasses on like Superman. I just went, get in, belter. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nice one, lad. His ma said he was using that. I said, ah, we're no one sounds. Then me half fella went over and said, look, you know, we were the lads who, we done the CPR like yesterday and we haven't been asleep from last night, love, all of us. I was walking around my ma's house at three o'clock in the morning. Like, what's going on? Is he, have I killed him or what? You know, have I done the right thing, you know, and, I was made up when you said before about the defibrillator thing. You know, that's my biggest... If anything to come from me saying anything here today, you know, I feel like amateur football defibrillators and things like that just need to be put in the right places because yeah. it's it, it, it it's it's your lifeline, you know what I mean? And he had a pacemaker, the kid, found out something else with his family. It's fucking... It, it could happen to anyone, yeah, you know. At any, and you just don't know, do you? But never mind National Cups and things that have went on and fucking little moments and going to fucking Dallas and all that. For me, lads, I just saved someone's life that day, lads, in goal. And, yeah. you know, you're there. The holy goalie. The holy the goalie, lads. <laughs> I'm going to have to have another bottle of Stella off that one, mate. Uh, Alison, as long as it hasn't gone through me fucking legs, I'm all right. <laughs> Alison Becker saves the day, Fucking belter. Jack Mano saves the day, no, mate. That's it. Uh, nah, but it was cool. You know, we were getting asked to go on Good Morning Britain and all that. I was thinking, fucking hell, mate. I just about go up the lengths to play for the Oyster. Never mind, fucking. You don't want me on the telly, <laughs> You don't want yeah. me on the telly, girl. I just about done all this. Alison Hammonds. Alison, you, yeah. you don't want me on the telly. I'll ask her if she wants to sleep in ours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, mate, brilliant. So, thanks very much for your time. Ah, thanks very much for having me, lads. I fucking enjoyed that. Yeah, it was fucking great. Six Stellas down, or where you go? Six Stellas down, lads. I'm fucking buzzing. Thanks, <laughs> nice one. See you soon, mate. Take it easy. Take it easy, lads. Salah.